Hello, you're listening to Dope Comedians, a podcast about comedians who use weed to help with depression and whatever else is going on in life. Subscribe today to listen to subscriber-only episodes and audio, as well as bonus episodes and clips. To gain full access, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts. Now, let's get at it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. everybody it's your girl marcella riley and i just want to remind y'all that if you like this podcast then please take a moment and go to wherever you're listening to this show and click subscribe and while you're there go ahead and give us a five star rating uh it doesn't take that much time to do but it helps us out so so much so get over there and do it right now uh and also if you want to come get high with us then follow the show on instagram at high hopes live and you can also find me at cool black chick um, I'm still waiting on you to subscribe. I haven't seen it yet. Like where I'm waiting. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Thank y'all. Okay. All right. Enjoy the show. Bye. Welcome to another episode of High Hopes. It's your girl Marcella or Cool Black Chick. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, I've got musical comedian and stand-up living in Los Angeles, and she loves making people have the giggle fits. Give it up for Erica Dawson. Oh, Woo! Yeah, girl. yeah what's much. up? Um, nothing much. I'm feeling good. Just uh, I was just saying I came back from therapy just now, so I'm in a I'm in a good You're in a spot. Good, good spot. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. We'll talk about that. Some yeah. therapy. Oh, yeah, Is it re- related to your mental health? Oh yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like uh my my little workout routine. Like I call it like my mental health workout routine. That's like I need to be doing this like on a schedule. Yeah, yeah. For myself. Yeah. You know, like I've just come to find That's it, a good way to think about it. Yeah. If I'm doing it, it's gonna make me feel better. Um <laughs> so I've just been trying to go every every Monday. Yeah. So it's like a cool little routine for myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so where are you from? I'm from San Diego, California. Oh. So the land of divvies and California burritos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Say that one more time. Uh, the land of doobies <laughs> and California burritos. Yeah. Say I'm a, like a dude. I'm a dude. <laughs> do that. A dudette. There you yeah. go. Do that. That's tight. Um, when did you take that commute from? I'm assuming you're you're based in LA. Oh so I just yes, said that, I right? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I did not live there. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, when did that uh, transition happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I went to uh, I went to an art school for college. Mm-hmm. It's in Valencia, like near Six Flags. That's like yeah, yeah, 25 ish away from here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I went to acting school. And, okay. Uh, yeah. So I did. I did that uh, in like the fall of 2010. So then I graduated from there in 2014, and now I'm in L.A. officially. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then how'd you dive into comedy? Um, when did that? I've just I've always been like a little weirdo. <laughs> like uh, I was like doing like Steve Irwin like impression as a kid. Like I thought Steve Irwin. Steve O. Steve Irwin. Oh, Steve Irwin. Yeah, like the like he was like crocodile hunting. Yeah, know, yeah. He R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, R.I.P. But yeah, I was obsessed with him. I watched a lot of like Animal Planet yeah. as a kid, and I thought his accent was so cool. And I just really liked like being other people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just I don't know. Always wanted to like make people laugh. Yeah. Also, I'm a people pleaser and <laughs> like to diffuse situations. Like ah. I'm definitely a hypersensitive. Yeah. Chiquita. Yeah. So <laughs> I can like when you know if some people are like fighting if there's a tense situation, I just like. I kind of learned to try and make it jolly or good. Okay. Like that's, that was just kind of like instinctual, I think, for me. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Do you feel like you're kind of, uh, do you have a humanitarian bug in you? Like, I I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like, uh, I feel like very strong empathy for people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I, like I want to do comedy to like both, use it as a platform to kind of openly deal with my issues like <laughs> yeah. a for me to be like am i addressing this like you know because mm-hmm. that's just what's going on right. in my mind like it's my truth and then also to like maybe just have like at least someone in the audience be like oh yeah like i kind of deal with some crazy shit too or like oh maybe right. i'm processing like right. this one thing that happened to me right and I, you know like I don't know, just like unlocking little conscious parts of my mind and kind of be like, let's do this together. Yeah, yeah. And laugh. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh, comedians who inspired you? Um, After gosh. Steve? <laughs> Was it just Steve? <laughs> um, yeah. I actually, I really liked, I really liked Adam Sandler as a kid. Not quite as much now. Uh, but <laughs> as a kid, I really liked him. Uh, he did a lot of music, you know, as well, which I, I didn't get into and like really until later, but whatever. He was just a, a good, uh, I don't know. I always watched his movies. I loved the wedding singer so much. (sighs) Drew Barrymore. Have you seen that? I am not a fan of Adam Sandler. He seems like the nicest dude. I've actually, I've like kind of met him and like very like passing by absolutely nice guy yeah just not into his comedy yeah it's not for me totally absolutely the, the baby the man baby voice that he always oh the, yeah, yeah that shit <laughs> the, like, no water boy yeah don't do it so don't do it, <laughs> <laughs> do it just like it's a does he it, still do it now no but he like, hasn't grown like out of it okay movies, i'm not really sure i don't really watch his more current oh stuff i kind of like in the early aughts, mid aughts, like 2000, yeah. I kind of was like, all right, I think I'm done. Yeah. But you know, 
Yeah. Yeah, I really liked him. Um, but honestly, like the uh, the ladies of SNL, like Tina Fey, Maya oh, Rudolph, yeah, yeah. Uh, Amy Poehler, Kristen Wiig. Yep. Really liked her. Um, and I really liked earlier Mad TV, too. Like uh, fucking... Um, I'm blanking on all of their names, mm. but like Stewart, like you remember? Oh like, yeah, Stewart. Yeah, I like that was that's <laughs> the type of baby voice that's hilarious. That's I fine. Yeah. A, I don't wanna, <laughs> when I say Stewart, <laughs> Stewart, get up there, yeah. <laughs> Stewart. And she was so oversexual. <laughs> like, with, like they were in such a bad. I think they were like darker at that time. You know, they were more yeah, punk yeah, yeah. rock at the That's time. That's true. Yeah, they were kind of talking about more real life shit and being like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like fucked up family situations. Yeah. Like I, but that's relatable. that's the comedy, right? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Not the like slapstick. <laughs> I'm a donkey. Yeah. Thing. Like, okay, that's not. I didn't get anything from that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, or Stephanie Weir when she was like Dot, who was like the neglected kid, and also like to him like oh like I think she kind of had like a mental disorder, which is like I'm like mm, yeah I don't know if that was like okay right like, right I don't right think that's looking back maybe not the best choice we like I go back and watch stuff from like the 90s and it's like oh my god Dang. like it's things that I laughed at that I love and it's like yeah. wow yeah like I didn't realize they were so like homophobic or whatever it was it was like fuck Friends. it was like what oh, was season it? like five when there was like oh there's a black person that exists <laughs> in this universe it's like Ooh, <laughs> dude that's probably why I've never watched Friends like it it yeah. just never dawned on me as a show to watch yeah that makes, <laughs> that makes total sense yeah it's like this is an only white world this probably wouldn't feel very welcoming <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I was super young though when it came out so yeah. i just think even then it was like i don't know what this is but everyone yeah. else is watching it i think i might have been watching buffy oh i've never been into i've never like even tried to get into buffy i feel what? like i know what were you were you just watching friends at the time <laughs> i was strictly watching friends <laughs> um gosh i don't know i mean that was like a show i watched with my parents you know mm. like with yeah 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 i don't know i just i think i was a little too it's weird to say i was too young for buffy <laughs> but i was watching friends like i don't know yeah, I was watching more like I guess like Disney and Nickelodeon stuff yeah. for a long time. I was like a very big imagination yeah. cartoon kid. What was your like Disney or Nickelodeon show? Uh, I Rugrats was like a foundational thing. Um, I'm gonna belch. <laughs> oh, here uh, we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was pretty chill. It I just turned it down. A thank little bit. you. <laughs> <laughs> like it worse. I don't care. It's gonna be on here. Um, but yeah, I loved Rugrats mm -hmm. uh, a lot as a kid. SpongeBob, mm -hmm. um, I have the backpack. You have a. She has a. Ladies and gentlemen, as she said, SpongeBob. She pointed to her backpack, which is a SpongeBob backpack. Yeah, <laughs> I love SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob was like, is the, and you look back on it too and see all of like the adult jokes mm -hmm. that were like woven in there like this one real and it's such a stupid joke but it brings you so much joy <laughs> um patrick and spongebob were gonna get in trouble for something i don't know they did something mm -hmm. and spongebob was like patrick we're gonna get 40 lashes and patrick's like 40 lashes and he has a thought bubble and then he has all of these eyelashes <laughs> 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 
funniest fucking jokes to me. I like will never forget that. That's a great moment. Yeah, like that. Like and it's just like two different brains. Absolutely. So silly. Yeah, I got I get that with like um uh Ren and Stimpy. That oh, was a very dude. adult cartoon. I watched it and then I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> when he like licked off his skin, my mom was like, "No more." Fair. I was like, "Fair." When he licks off his skin, I'm like, "Five." Like, what? Um. My favorite is the Christmas. I think it was like a Christmas episode where Rin uh, loses his fart. Oh, <laughs> are you to serious? Find his fart. He's like so sad and depressed because his fart went away. Are you serious? No, I think St- it was Stimpy's fart. Yeah, Stimpy's fart oh my. like disappeared. And then I think Rin went to go fart. I forget, but like I'm pretty sure his fart like went away. And his fart was sad. His fart was sad too. Okay, okay, you're blowing my mind right now. This is so fucking weird. Okay, I, I'm sorry, this is kind of a transition. That I have my one idea for a children's book is called um, The Fart That Escaped My Pants. Ah. And it's about, if someone steals this, I will fucking ah. strangle you with farts. Give me a pink eye for years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, I want to follow a fart on its journey out of someone's why? butt. Because wouldn't that be the best children's story? Why? Because I think it's funny, and then you think it's going to be sad, but then the fart ends up reuniting with all farts <laughs> that have been lost, and they're like having a fart party. A fart Hashtag party. Hashtag fart party. Um, that sounds disgusting. So, yeah, just, I'm glad you said that. It's may- maybe a universal sign to be like, Erica, <laughs> really get cracking on this get, get cracking. Hey, don't use me as your, like, I'm pretty sure so many people love fart parties, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. There's someone who's into it. Are you like on a level of like, mm, I'll keep it short, a one to five? Like, are you like fart queen? Like five <gasps> or one? Like, hold it for the bathroom. Um, I would say I'd probably be a solid four <laughs> because there's, I, I, there's <laughs> my it's I'm not a vegan, right? <laughs> but. Like vegans are notoriously known for having really stinky farts and bad shits. And my smart, my smarts, my farts smell like a vegans and they're very thick and they're, and if I hold it in longer, it's just going to slowly escape. It's kind of like, <laughs> I don't have control of the situation. So I do my best to be like, okay, I'm going to walk over here. But sometimes if I'm around people, I don't know. And I'm like, release the Kraken. You know? So it's a, Day by day situation. <laughs> Every day is different. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. Uh, noted. I am going yeah. to. What about you? What are you? I Girls don't fart is still my thing. I, <laughs> are you fucking shitting my dick? <laughs> um, I get so mad. Still, like, when I'm around my mom and she does, I'm like, mama, you stop it. <gasps> That's beautiful. Your mom, your mom farts in front of you? I hate it. I Okay. I think my mom's never probably never gonna listen to this i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but she might who knows but my mom will not fart and i think it's like a like that generation of lady especially like mm. they're more queens of like oh they, like women oh. are pretty you know and like holding it in and so i think that's fucking sick that your mom farts for you i think that's a really good role she model everybody radical <laughs> feminism <laughs> Because it's showing that women can be gross too. Yes, <laughs> show it off. Uh, in the know. grocery store. That's great. 
<laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then she does it in a way, like, I don't even think she realizes she does it. Like, she does it so often that I don't even think oh, she knows. She's just like, I'm like dude, mama. <laughs> that was like my like, grandpa, <laughs> dude. My grandpa. He was so cute and old and also, like, hearing pretty gone. And I oh. remember being in Florida and, like, friends that I went to the summer camp with that live in Florida. They were there. Anyway, yeah. we were all in the living room and he was just in the kitchen, like making a sandwich. And then you just hear like, <laughs> and he has no idea that anyone else can hear it. And we are laughing. Oh he gosh. also can't hear us laughing. And it's just the cutest thing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, just, <laughs> he's letting it be. He's just living. I feel like uh grandpa should be like the king of your your fart party like the end yeah. it was like everyone meets where your grandpa is yeah <laughs> oh my gosh i'll make my grandpa like maybe i'll ma- model He's the like fart the after my grandpa oh. <laughs> um, yeah is he like the cool um speaking of farts yeah. we're giggling so much and we haven't even smoked yet that's how fun this is i Ooh, know yeah Okay, so Erica brought some stuff. What'd you bring? Okay, so I brought a joint that I smoked a little bit of. And this is like a sad, like, it was 420 and I hadn't smoked an actual joint yet. And it was like the night, like I was going to go to sleep. This past 420? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I didn't actually smoke weed. Let me just light this really fast. And I was like, I'm already really fucked up. I don't need to do this. Then I put it out really fast. But anyway, that's just my guilt and shame. (laughs) Um, This is a hybrid uh, sativa heavy joints. Okay. I don't know the strains, but it sounds good. But the thing I'm a little more excited about. Oh, okay. Okay. Just because. Describe it. It is, um, I have a Pax pen here okay. and it is, it's not, it, it's the Pax oil pen. So it's thinner and sleeker. It is very sleek. And I have a select oils cartridge. Select oils is the best. That's okay. <laughs> seriously the best. Uh, and this, this is my second time with this pen. Um, I had, uh, I had an indica cartridge and I had a different type of pen, like the kind of standard oil cartridge. And this lasted me like a month and a half. And I like smoke every single day. Yeah. And like the other pen lasted me like two weeks. Okay. And so I'm getting like really nice and stony. You can control (laughs) the heat. This is mango haze. I think you should, if you're down to try it. I'm always down. It tastes like mango. For real. Now this is the one where I don't have to press a button, right? I just yeah, like you inhale just it. Is it in suck it out up? the top, and <laughs> yeah, it lights up. Um, it's it tastes like a mango smoothie, though. Isn't that something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, it does. It's With so these, nice. I have to be careful because I don't, I can't tell how much I'm inhaling. Yeah. That's what's kind of nice. It's like, uh, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like that. <laughs> it does uh, taste very mango, like a mango smoothie. Yeah. It's hard to, like, not have these around. I'm going to belch again. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening, y'all. <laughs> um just to hit that throughout the day. I'm hit it a little but bit. you can yeah. feel it a little bit in the back of your throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. Oh, another great thing about this. <coughs> I swear I'm, I don't work for them. I actually did work for Select Oils. Uh, and the, they just were in a rough spot. And I was like, this isn't good for me right now. But their company is like, their product is out of control. Okay. Like, top notch. 
they made a battery that does isn't used with silica fiberglass. Oh, like, so they're conscious of yeah, uh, like and in in like environmentally friendly. Yeah, okay. and um, they use like a ceramic and like Japanese cotton to like heat the oil. What? And I guess like the silica fiberglass, you inhale that, and that's usually like the pinch you feel, uh-huh. and that it's really bad for your health. Oh. <coughs> but yeah, okay. So yeah, good to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next to my, you know what? I think I do want to invest in something like that. It's easier than the, the pen that I described to you. Um, yeah, uh, it gets clogged. Um, yeah. I use for listeners. I, I the pen that I use when I'm away. I use it. Uh, uh, it I put the actual flower in it, and it burns it. Uh, so it's not a vaporizer, but it's just like covered in the tar. Yeah, and like I the can't, resin. Yeah, the resin and mm-hmm. <laughs> tar. Um, and it get like I just nothing will go through it. Yeah. So that's the only issue with that. Yeah, this is so nice because yeah. little cartridges you just like throw. They're empty and. You charge it's a USB charger. It's a USB. Yeah. There's like an app and you can like heat it. I can't. uh, That's too much. It's like on your, rather than just touching it, you go to your, you go through all the trouble to go on your phone, tap on the app and then turn it on. Yeah. Well, you can like the exact temperature you want it to be heated at. Uh, So if it's like higher temperature, it's less flavorant, but you're going to get higher. Yeah. And I, I really like the taste of it. So I'm (laughs) I'm like, it's, it's a nice nice. high. It's not like, oh. <laughs> is that what you're like when you're high <laughs> i can be i don't know i'm i don't even i don't think i get that like crazy you know just because i i am an everyday smoker so it's you like know. how many would you say how many how many grams would you say i'm you go through probably smoke it's hard to tell because i'm doing yeah the vapor but i was going through like a standard um like half gram cartridge in in a week okay yeah so like every week and then i definitely was like smoking flour in the nighttime <laughs> too so probably like Is probably like, like a, a collective gram in a week i would love for that to be a song smoking flour in the nighttime oh you can maybe. have that yeah you said it you have it There's a woman sitting on her porch and I see her every morning. Hey everybody, this week on Repeat, I've got a song called Go to Sleep. It's by an artist, I think it's pronounced Bearson, featuring Kaylee Morg. Um, so for, I don't know how long now, my right eye just keeps twitching. It keeps twitching! So I googled, I keep switching. And what I found, some of the reasons for this uh, include... Sleep deprivation, fatigue, prolonged screen time, and drinking too much caffeine. Um, all of which are my problems. Uh, I get so cold at work that I drink tea probably every 30 minutes. Um, at work, I'm staring at my screen all day long. And I sleep for about five hours a night because I have to be at work at 5 a.m. Um, so <laughs> on my way home, this song came on and I thought, this is exactly what I need to do. It's go to sleep. So I hope the rest of you get enough sleep and your eyes not twitching. Um, enjoy this song and the rest of this episode. Bye.
<laughs> I'm just pointing it, it be out. A collab too. Because well, but wait, because you do. Yeah. I musical comedy. That's right. I do. Right? Yeah. And so do you. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I love your John Mayer song. Thank you. Yeah. I love John Mayer. I love you, John Mayer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're listening ever, John, I have a song about you. Yeah. Um, which if he was listening, he'd probably know that already. Yeah. He's probably, that's probably how he knows you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I think you'll hear the song first and like, who's this crazy bitch? And then like actually research me. I'm not sure once or twice or three times. (laughs) God, I hope he remembers. Um, how did you get fall into musical comedy? Oh man. Um, I always loved, uh, singing. I did like honor choir and shit in high school. Uh, so nerdy, but I was also kind of like nervous about doing it in front of people. And then in college, I, I went to acting school, which was like, it was just like an acting program, but Mm -hmm. there ended up being a lot of like the voice program was really strong. Like, voice for actors and shit and there ended up being a lot of singing in the productions like just when <laughs> i was there i don't know it just there was a lot of shit going on yeah. in the productions it was great um and so i like i sang in in one show my junior year and it and i just like realized i was like damn i really love doing this and it like it caught the eye of a director that was gonna do a musical three penny opera in the mm. fall mm-hmm. and then i got like this cool part where i was kind of like this dude but like my sexuality i was like the um uh fuck what am i trying to say uh like the conductor not the conductor uh, oh i can't orchestra. yeah i was like breaking like the fourth wall and kind of like talking to the oh, audience oh, okay. and i don't know just kind of like narrator okay. narrator yeah so i just i was like oh i really love singing uh and acting but i was always kind of weary of musical theater yeah like i love hated it because a lot of it's kind of campy it I'm, is yeah yeah it is yeah 
Um, and I always just would kind of make up little songs and stuff. But I don't know. I did improv and then got into stand up. But the first time I like did like a real stand up show, not like open mic stuff. I had written this rap down um, <laughs> because my therapist told me she was like, oh, you should just like free write something like if you want to like manifest like it doesn't even have to like oh, okay. do it in like your own way that you write or like. Mm-hmm. And I just started like free writing a rap. Uh, and it's called my manifestation rap. And I like, I wasn't even, I, I was just doing it to write it and like mm-hmm. free the shit out of my mind. Yeah. Uh, and then I was just like, I think I'm going to do this for stand up. Like, I think I'm going to do it. And it ended up being like definitely the strongest part. And I, it was like, I had this different freedom, like doing like a song, mm-hmm. like it, I felt like it elevated me to a space where I was only trusting myself and like, yeah, it, hmm. it felt so freeing. Yeah. And very connecting with people, connected with people. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds like you're doing the right thing. Like Thank you're leaning you. so hard into it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, it's cool to when I when I can hear it in someone's voice, like, no, they're this is what they want to do and they're doing it and they feel it like it like you know that's the place that you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not at all like I I always was like, oh, I'm going to do the comedy thing and be like an actor. And I was like, oh, I'm going to like sing too. <laughs> but I, yeah, I didn't trust it. And then yeah. it just kind of mm-hmm. like, I was like, this was always a thing that was missing. Yep. And mm-hmm. like with my writing, just like creatively and like living too. Like I just, I, I'm opening myself up to writing a lot more songs just like that it, that don't have to be funny you know right, when yeah, at first yeah. i was like oh, i have to be funny like i have to be the funny girl and it's like that's not what i'm feeling all the time right, that's right. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um okay cool so uh tell me about i guess this is probably gonna go back uh when did you start feeling uh your depression and anxiety oh and all that shit goodness very early on um like as soon as like puberty was really intense like take it over you know Mm -hmm. when I was 12 um and also like honestly too when I started getting periods like for real like I mean talk about a hormone boost and a half god damn it you think you're depressed and then and then you get your period you're like oh yeah you're eating shit weed helps for that shit like cramps so much saved my yes. like my days oh my god because i get really bad migraines mm-hmm. too and like cbd lotion like putting it on Ooh. my face or on like my like yeah, uterus yeah. area it has saved Ooh. me yeah i never thought about using the oil <gasps> I've, I've used oil once and it was so good it didn't dawn on me to get it for that mm-hmm. i just don't smoke yeah yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you should definitely be do- doing mm. that the best way to take in cbd is actually through like a smoking the vapor of it that's yeah that's what they say mm-hmm. but also uh, por que no los dos <laughs> I'm saying that. why not both right or my gringos in the audience <laughs> uh, i'm a quarter mexican so watch out friends uh <laughs> but yeah it's it really helped like putting it on my face yeah. and it's helped my grandma i got my grandma to be using it for her she has chronic pain uh, in her arm she like had shingles and then cute. she got diagnosed at the same time with leukemia and that was like two years ago and now she just has chronic pain and it like started in her hand is like goes up but she was on all these medications and shit that was like making her vision fucked up and then i was like grandma there's a cbd mm-hmm. stuff it's not gonna get you high mm-hmm. like let's just try it 
and it's like it's the best thing that's worked for her she's like i haven't been able to sleep like this in years and she like bragged to her doctor she's like my granddaughter she my grandma (laughs) came and gave me the rub and it's so good and you didn't help and yeah yeah that's good see this is what it does everybody yeah that's the whole point yeah yeah so um uh thank you for the story yes let's go back to yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) hi already (laughs) hi already (laughs) um so yes i was like 12 when depression really came into my life Mm -hmm. um but i i was always too i'm just like a i'm a hypersensitive person like i'm very uh empathic and uh feel things really extremely i like i'm never just like ah like i feel like okay about something i'm like yes i'm excited or if like i feel bad i'm like i down there you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it was just i really started to struggle with it and like self self-loathing was kind of it's kind of like the foundation of my uh anxiety and depression for sure um what uh can you think of something that would trigger it? oh yeah yeah um <laughs> oh yeah i know <laughs> uh, <laughs> i just lobbed it um, <laughs> i'm gonna say well, we're gonna get dark oh and that's the oh. fun of it dark comedy baby <laughs> both sides of the coin um i grew up in a my, my parents got divorced at a very early age when mm-hmm. i was four mm-hmm. and it was pretty traumatic um i didn't see my mom for a period of for like six months i was like separated from her mm-hmm. and she was you know kind of the person in the relationship that i more trusted and i kind of wanted to be with so a lot of those circumstances and in living with my dad his parents came into the picture and his mom was verbally abusive my grandmother was verbally abusive to me mm-hmm. um I'm very, I'm a lot like my mom and look more like my mom. And it's just like weird mind, mind tricks of like, uh, like I would mess up and do something little. Cause oh. I'm like a seven year old. She'd be like, Oh, you're so much like your mother, oh, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it create like inherently you're like, Oh, I should not like what I am. Like my existence is mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. And I was always like a goofier kid and like, Oh, you know, just making jokes and, playing dress up and it, yeah you know being the weirdo creative person mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it, it you can it feels like a burden sometimes yeah. to other people okay yeah okay yeah when did you realize like at the moment when you're like oh shoot this is this is oh, fucking man. yeah this <sighs> kind of talk dude i mean i'm so glad that i am dealing with it now and it's like lifelong you know yeah. like to undo your shit yeah. that you told yourself and you hear it from other people and just development you know that's just what happens um i was like tw- i was like 21 when i had like i like my break like oh, my okay. mental breakdown yeah. um I've, i mean i always struggled with depression but i didn't quite have the outlets like i didn't have like therapy and stuff as a kid it wasn't sure, like, yeah. offered to me like i was acting out and i was like i told my parents i was like i feel sad all the time <laughs> And, you know, it was very suburban. I don't know. Just kind of like, all right, well, we'll take your phone away for a month. And, you know, I'm like, well, that didn't help me emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like a cry, a cry for help. And I didn't like really deal with stuff until I graduated college. And I just like it. I, it felt like uh, everything that I had like pent up and not dealt with because mm-hmm. I've 
it's transformed into a lot of anger for me. Sure. Which yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's pain can manifest in that way. And it was like internalized anger. And I, I was like, okay, I'm getting to this point where there's like two pathways. Like I can either keep doing this mm-hmm. and like truly hate myself and like bring myself down or I can like try and do something different. Yeah. And then, yeah, I knew I had to start going to therapy. I was, yeah. What was happening in your life when you hit that point of God realization? Um, I just graduated college. It's probably like six months out of college, which mm-hmm. is like a notoriously <laughs> dark time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, doing, it was, I was doing a lot of improv, and I, I did a lot of shit at Groundlings back in the past. Uh, that was my cult of the <laughs> my poison. Uh, and I really liked it, but I... It was making me improv, forced me to address all of my ego shit. And like, it made me realize, cause you know, you have to like trust yourself mm-hmm. and like, you know, be secure with it. It makes you address like your, if you think you're stupid or like, if you think you're smart, like matter of factly. And I realized in those six months and doing it, like I thought I, I really genuinely thought I was stupid Oh wow! and like, I had no trust in myself. Like there was just this like gaping hole of like self stuff that I wasn't doing. And I just, it it felt like an endless pit when I looked at it and I was like, I don't know how to, whoa, like, and it fucked with me in improv, you know, like it kind of just like (gasps) cracked something open in me, yeah, which was like the best thing ever, you know, really, but it was hard to look in that mirror. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how did you get to the point where you got a therapist? How long have you had a therapist? I've been with my therapist now since I like was, I started therapy in January, like the first week of January in 2015. Okay. Um, yeah. so we've been together a little over three years. That's cool. Some good relationship. Is this your first therapist or this yeah, is, yeah. this is, which is a magical thing. That's Cause cool, I yeah. know how, and I was like just testing her out because she was like through my insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first I was like, I just want to meet. But we, yeah, we really jived. That's cool. Yeah, and she's a woman and she's like young 30s and just recommends good books. And yeah. 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 Do you ever, <laughs> do you guys talk outside of therapy? Or is it like it's no. only when you have a therapist, it's like you have to keep it. The conversation only in the room? In the room or like over email. But even emails like to schedule things. You know, I keep, yeah. I like to, I'm like, <laughs> I'll keep it there because I want to respect. Yeah. I want to respect her and like, you know, that what we have is in the room and I'm not trying to take advantage of, of her. Of course. T- you know. Have you ever seen her outside, like bumped into her? Like, oh, no. that's whatever. Would that be weird? I don't know. I'm asking because I, I'm currently looking for a therapist. I'm trying to think of like all the oh different things gosh. I should be. <laughs> I feel like in LA, you don't have to worry about it because it's such a big okay. town. And the, I don't know. I feel like you'll be fine. In the three years, we've never run. Never. Okay, other. great. Yeah. Okay, and good. I think it's no fine. social media, nothing. No. It's like literally just. Yeah. I haven't looked her up or anything. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. I recommended her a um, Tig Nataro's documentary. Like, when it came out on Netflix, like a year wait, ago. say that again. Tig Notaro, do you know Tig Notaro, no. the comedian? No. Oh shit! Um, Tig Notaro is a dope stand-up comedian. Okay, okay. And she was uh, Notaro was notorious <laughs> um, <laughs> when she uh, she found out she had breast cancer, and she had been doing a lot of shows at the Virgil, I believe. Um, and 
she that day went and just like did like an hour of just like just talked about everything and it it kind of like blew her up and um she's in remission now and she's had a double vasectomy and she's just really amazing wait why did i talk about tignataro uh (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) she has this amazing documentary on netflix it was like a Netflix documentary. It should still be on there. I think it came out like a year ago. So your therapist has a documentary? No, no, oh, no. I recommended this documentary to my therapist. Got it. Like that's <laughs> the most like friend like oh, okay, type the, of you know, oh, like jive it, yeah. I've ever done with her. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Not at all. Um so let's see. What what mm. was your uh reason for wanting to come on this podcast? We, we connected on on Facebook, Facebook. Right? yeah. Was it in the Stoners like, group? Like, it was it? either like women. I don't. Are I'm you in the Stoners group? I'm yeah, there's yeah, it was the was Stoners that? group. Okay. It was the Stoners. <laughs> I'm like, there are three that I like check religiously. Yeah, it's definitely the Stoners group. Okay, yeah. Um, did I hit you up? I hit you up. Okay, cool. You Why? posted about it. Well, I I used so kind of like going back to um. Like when I had like my little breakdown and just realizing, you know, I needed to help myself. Yeah. I, a lot of stuff shifted in my life. Like, like physically, like I couldn't really eat anything like very intensely. And I've always been like, honestly, I kind of have like some food addiction stuff. It's just Mm -hmm. like food is love and I love cooking and Mm -hmm. I love food and I appreciate it. And also, I love pleasure and I love <laughs> fucking eating good food and being like, oh, this is like sex in my mouth. You know, like, yeah, it's the best. So, anyway. Okay, <laughs> now we know what you're thinking every yeah. time you eat. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, so it was a really weird experience to literally, to like not have any appetite. Yeah. And at the time I was working at this wine and cheese place. So good. It's mm-hmm. called Village Gourmet. It's in Studio City. Everyone go there. Get a sandwich. Okay. It's okay. heaven. And I would usually make myself a sandwich for lunch because, hello, <laughs> I worked at a sandwich shop. Uh, and I would like, tr- I would cut it in half and then I would cut the half in half. So I'd quarter it mm-hmm. and I'm like, just try and oh, get wow. in a quarter of a sandwich. Wow. And just like, trying to force myself and literally like gagging and being like, Ooh, I can't like, you know, force feeding myself. But I've never had that reaction. Like, yeah. And like just having panic attacks every day and it just not being able to sleep. Just like, I mean, I was just a shell of a human being. I like, and like now too, I, I was always like more, I was a, I was a little more like curvy when I was like a kid and like in college. Uh And then like this whole thing happened and like my whole body Mm. physically like changed. And now like keeping on weight is kind of hard for me, which I think you've talked about too. Like eating is difficult for you. Yeah. um, It's gotten so much better for me, but are you currently the one, the thing that helped me, the only thing that helped me was the medication that I, I was put on. Not, not really? the weed. Yeah. Oh, the weed whoa. wasn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Weed helped me to be eating. To eat, okay. Um, and to be sleeping. Okay. Um, to just like be able to like do the things that you need to do to yeah. like, survive and yeah. like not go fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just kind of like taking off that top layer you know yeah. just to be that's like, a cool visual <laughs> yeah i always see it like that way yeah yeah just like scrape that spiky edge off real fast mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 
So for medication, are you strictly just mer- weed or do you have something else? Yeah, I'm I'm just weed. I uh. did. I was on Ritalin mm-hmm. for a couple months. I experienced that like medicate medication for the first time this summer mm-hmm. um because i was like just in like in kind of like a rough spot and okay. one of those like you know Damn. yeah times mm-hmm. uh and i was like I, you know i've never done this i want to i want to try it at least see what happens and my therapist and i were talking about it today uh because my mom's like freaked out that i'm not on my medication anymore she's like so worried i'm like it's okay it's okay it's yeah right. um but uh it the Ritalin, it made me feel like I'm checking things off my task board. And like, that was good in a way for my confidence. I'm sorry, I'm going to, little burp. Um, Baby burp. Yeah. <laughs> my, there's another one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Big brother was coming into town. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, so anyway, it made me feel like productive, but there was like a certain level of like, like creativity and imagination that just kind of like Ooh. put a cap over it. Wow. And that just is not something I can sacrifice yeah. in my life at yeah, all. Yeah. Like that's kind of what my whole thing's about. You were on that for how long did you say? I was oh. on that for like four months. Four months. Okay. Yeah. And then I, and it's expensive to just like yeah. going to the psychologist and the medication, I'm just like, this is, and that's just a whole nother fucked up thing. <laughs> God, that's just the healthcare system. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. We know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you, that was your first time taking medication, uh-huh. tried it four months. We were like, nah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Uh, were you smoking a lot then? Uh, I was smoking a little bit, but more in the nighttime. Okay. Yeah. And now I. I definitely smoke up my vape during the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, let's take this layer off. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready more. to take it off. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit more. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, this show is called High Hopes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so my question for you, my final question, mm-hmm. I think will be my final question, okay. is uh, what are your high hopes? Um, so many high hopes. <laughs> um, high hopes are to be uh working consistently as like a a giggle bringer (laughs) uh and uh writing music music as much as possible and eventually like supporting myself in that way yeah um also i just want to i want to do as like i want to do as much as i possibly can yeah i want to I really want to make like a like an EP or an album something, uh, and I want to have a stand up special too. Tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe you'll do that. Yeah, thank you'll you. You'll have that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything you would like to plug? Um, I do shows a lot. Um, so I'm just gonna honestly plug my Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's at Lady Erica Dawson. Uh, E R I C A D A W S O N, lady. How you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I make funny videos. Yeah, yeah. And what do you play? Um, what do I play? Like musically? The mu- uh, yeah, instruments. Oh yeah, I I play. I haven't talked about this. I play ukulele and I mm-hmm. sing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a song I'm pretty notorious for. It's called Tiny. It's about my butthole. So you guys should check that out. 
and then I also uh, rap as well. Uh, I do like a manifestation rap that's about like trying to manifest good into my life and like make myself as healthy as possible and honest as possible um, and fuck with weird genre shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yay! Yay. Ty, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Marcella. All right. Yep. And that's me, Marcella. Uh, listen to my other podcast, Why People Do Black Things. Um, uh, otherwise, I love you, John Mayer. <laughs> Bye! Hey, y'all. It's Marcella again. I just noticed that some folks still haven't subscribed to the podcast, so I just want to remind y'all to do that. Um, it only take a few seconds. Just go wherever you're listening to High Hopes and click subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. And then come get high with us on Instagram. You can follow us at High Hopes Live. And you can also find me at Cool Black Chick. And I appreciate you for listening to this whole episode. Uh, you rock and enjoy life. <laughs> Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to Dope Comedians. Subscribe now to access bonus episodes, clips, and audio. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts. And follow us on social media at Dope Comedians. Until next time, live long and slay.